In our sermon today, we are again in the book of Philippians. We're in chapter 3. Now, if we've been talking about this, I know that I've reminded you of this a few times, but we remember that Philippi was in and around the area of Macedonia, which is in Greece. And in Greece, you might remember something that happened back at that time in ancient Greece was the Olympics. And if you look at Philippi on a map, you would find that you just go down the coastline, you would get to Mount Olympus. And so let's remind ourselves of some things about the Olympics, not a whole lot, but it'll help us to understand this context because Paul was writing to the Philippians in Greece. So they would have understand some of these things. And if you, were, if you were running a race, you would run the race, and what's the goal in the race is to cross the finish line. And some of your Bibles, when we get to that point, you might see the mark. We would call it a finish line today in our races, but there was some kind of mark to let them know where the finish line was. And then once they would run the race, <clears throat> complete the race, they would award them a crown. At times, it, it was in different forms, possibly, but they would award them with a crown. It, I think you've probably seen some of them are probably out of olive leaves or something, but I also read that maybe they would be out of metal or something, but that was the award. Now we do, you know, gold medals and bronze medals and stuff, but they would have got some kind of crown for coming across the finish line. And the Olympics were taking place they took place during this time period that he's writing to the Philippians. And so in this context, he's in Greece. He's speaking about this contest from a running standpoint, in a, like in track, and using some of the descriptions. And we will come back to some of those, but as we read this, take that into that context. So Philippians chapter 3 Today we're going to read verses 12 through 14. We will also be using these scriptures as foundation and linking them in next week's um, message. But for today, let's just focus here. Verse 12 of Philippians chapter 3. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And we're going to stop right there. May God has blessings to reading of his word. Let's go to verse 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now some of you, I know, 
least one of you, or maybe some of you, have run track. And so uh, if you visualize, and maybe you never ran track, but you probably ran some kind of race, some kind of relay race or something, even if as, as a kid. And the goal was to get from one place to the other place quickly. But you had to get there. You couldn't stop partway between. You had to get there. And Paul says, Not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on. He hasn't got there yet. He hasn't finished the race. But you have to get there. Have you ever watched a running race and maybe been around someone? But when they're running the race, there's a couple challenges that take place. And maybe you've seen them on TV, but if I'm running a race and I'm close, the last thing the coach wants you to do, if I'm running a race and I'm trying to get across the finish line, the last thing they want you to do is to turn back and look around. To see where the other person is. Because when you do that, what happens? A lot of things can happen. One, you are spending your time going sideways looking and not spending your time on the race. You might lose track of where you're going. And because you're looking around, you're not making as much speed. There might be an obstacle in front of you. My, a couple of my sons ran hurdles. Can you imagine, and it, just to make sure you know what hurdles are, hurdles are, they put those things, it's like, and you have to jump over top of them. Can you imagine running a hurdle race and keep looking around while you're trying to do it? You'd be in the, in the dirt. You would be all skinned up. You would land on your face. Some people land on their face when they're going forward with the hurdles and not looking around. It's a challenge to get over a hurdle, and maybe you have hurdles of life, but if I'm looking around and I'm not even paying attention, I'm not going to see the hurdle. I'm going to fall over top of it. And so i got to keep my focus on the goal. And sometimes the goal is to get over the next hurdle, but I'm looking down the road. My, I still have that goal. But you can see all these things packed in this illustration, because you also... I think it's the illustration. Is it an Aesop fable with the turtles and the hare? Is that right, Aesop? And there's all kinds of cartoons and, and descriptions of that, but, you know, the hare thought he was doing pretty good, and so he just kind of took it easy. You ever seen anybody take a celebration lap, so to speak, or they start celebrating before the race is over? Yeah, yeah, I did pretty good, you know. In the meantime, the tortoise keeps going along, and the hare, he just wasting his time because... He's overconfident that he's already got this race won. So you hear those, all those different scenarios? Not paying attention. You ever see anybody run backwards? I, when I played football, that was part of my job was to run backwards because I was doing, I was doing coverage. So they were trying to pass the ball to that receiver to get the ball, my job was running backward as fast as I could, and because they were running forwards. But every once in a while, I might have to glance to see where I'm going, 
or trust that nobody's behind me because if I wasn't paying attention, I was going to do what? I was going to fall. Little kids run around and they're running backwards. But you turn around, you're going to fall. Pay attention. All right, now let's look at this. As Paul's saying here, But I press on, verse 12, that I may be hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Paul was called of God on the road. Remember that light that came and Paul was blinded? Jesus says to Paul, Paul, Paul. Why persecutest thou me? It's hard for you to tick against the pricks. Paul was called, entered into this work. And he wants to be, lay hold of what Christ Jesus has for him. He says in verse 13, I, have, I do not count myself to have apprehended. He's not like the hare that thinks the race is over and he's won it. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those which are ahead. So Paul's not looking behind. He's reaching forward to that which is ahead. I press towards the goal. And some of your Bibles say, I press towards the mark. It's the finish line. I press towards the mark. For the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The prize of the upward call. Upward. Heavenly, as it were. Call is an invitation. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I am pressing towards it. I am running this race. Because I want to attain, I want to make the finish. I'm keeping my eye on the mark. I'm pushing forward. I am not, what does it say here? But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Forgetting those things which are behind. What things could be behind? Behind could be all the trials and the tragedies that, that you've had. I can't focus back there because then I'm not focusing on the goal. The behind might be all the triumphs and successes that you had. Oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the hare. I've got, I've got it won. Look at all that I've done for Jesus. Hey, look back there what I've done for Jesus. I'm just going to walk backward and walk off the trail, so to speak, because I'm focusing on what was behind and what I did before, and then I'm just going to coast here in place and let the race come to me. I want the finish line to come to me. Yeah, death is going to come to us all, but you're waiting. You don't want to be waiting on death to get to you because you're looking behind of all the things that you've already done. This is not talking about the goal of death. This is about the goal of winning the crown that God has for, 
for you and has called you to. So if you're standing around saying, well, what's left for me to do now? I've done all this. What's left for me now? You have not finished the race. Don't confuse. They, do ha- they can happen at the same time. You have either reached the mark and be awarded, or you'll reach the mark of death. We want to cross the finish line with Jesus. We want to keep that focus there. So be careful that you're not focusing, woe is me. Be careful you're not focusing on, hey, look what I've done. Because he says, forgetting all things that are behind. I wonder also, think about this for a moment. I don't know if they had relay, relay, relay races then. They might have. But sometimes we can get so focused on passing on a legacy to passing the baton that we cause both problems for the person with the baton and the one being passed to. In a relay race, there's one person that has the baton, and we often use that analogy that we're going to pass the baton to the next generation. There's a couple ways to pass the baton, and one of the ways you tend to have issues and you can kind of fall, and you kind of can lose track. But if I'm trying to pass the baton to the point that I'm turning around to pass it to them, it's like the blind leading the blind. Because I don't know where we're going anymore. I'm no longer progressing towards that mark. My focus now has been is on the baton and pass the baton. They're going to follow me in trust and I'm going to lead them wherever I don't know because I'm a little disoriented because I'm not focused on the goal. I'm not focused on living my life for God and keep going on. I'm focused on the past. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. He's looking behind. It's all he's done. He wants to make sure that the things that he's done continues. Now Paul does want that to take place. But he's not making that his focus. His focus is fulfilling it with God. But see, when I look around and I pass the baton, I'm not paying together, I can both cause us both to trip up. But what's the fastest way in a race for the baton to get passed? It happens this way. The person in the front is running, and they go like this, and the person behind them picks it up while they're still running. No one stops. You don't turn around. The person that is behind looks and sees the person that is in front, and they're running at the right pace to pick up, and they reach back. But the interesting thing is they don't pass the baton backwards. They're running the race, and I reach my hand back, and I put the baton in their hand, to take it forward. The person with the baton the pass it doesn't pass the baton backwards, they pass the baton forwards. So the race can continue. They're not looking back. Looking for the race to continue. The person that's running shouldn't be turning back and looking to all oh, 
the other things. They should be running forward, and you're telling them, as they're running the race, keep on going. Turn to the left, turn to the right, and this is what you need to do, and I'm running the race with you. And as we're running together, I'm going to reach forward and pass the baton to you as you reach back and take it from me and keep on going. There's no stopping. There's no, hey, I've got to this point in my life. Hey, come up here. Come up here. Let me hand you the baton, and then I want you to keep on, and I'm just going to stay right here. In the kinds of races that they're talking about, I know they came behind, but they are trying to run the race. I'm handing it forward. I understand they're coming from behind us, but think about the analogy. I want to give it to them to run forward, not to run backwards. So there's this combination. I'm handing it back to a previous generation, but I'm hanging it to them in a forward direction. But Paul wasn't looking back. He wasn't looking back, and so I think that's a caution that we have if we've been running the race for a while. That we need to, verse 14, press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That crown, that's the prize in the race. And we want the judge of the race, the official at the race, to judge us, have running the race and come to that mark successively so that they might award us the crown. And that officiant is Jesus, who also is the one that's calling us to run the race. Now back to verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me or am perfect, already perfected. It's very interesting. We'll combine these two next week. I, or am perfected. I had to do some reading and some research, because, and I read it back to a gentleman by the name of Adam Clark, and I also referenced some of John Wesley's commentary on this passage. But Adam Clark was very interesting, and he found several instances in the usage of the Greek that's behind this text are imperfected. It's the same verbiage and approach that they used, or am martyred. I'm not yet martyred. I do not count that I have attained, or am martyred. Perfected for the cause. He shared several examples that it was used in that way. I find that rather interesting. Because he says, not that I have already attained. I haven't crossed the line, have that mark, nor am perfected, nor have I been martyred. Now, others might look at that a slightly different way, but it says, nor have uh, that I have attained. But when Paul adds, nor am already martyred. Paul was not the hare in the tortoise and the hare. Paul did not take for granted the progress. Paul did not focus and get out of balance the past successes. 
he did not let himself get bogged down by the past failures and the past challenges. Paul did not count that though as he had already attained the goal, that he had already crossed the finish line, and so he just needed to stand there and wait for the race to get to him. He pressed towards the goal, towards the mark, towards the finish line. So in whatever stage of life you are, but if you have experiences and have the experience of life, there can be a danger that you focus too much on what's behind that you fail to finish the race. Or that you cause yourself more stumbles because you're focused back here and not there. That you're missing the opportunity for what God still wants to accomplish in your life and through your life. And if you're in the phases of life where a disease has caught hold of you or something is drawing you down, be careful that you don't get into the place that you're waiting on death to get to you. When you should be focusing on the goal is not death, but the goal is the prize of Christ. And how would he have you run that race? Because if you want a legacy, they need to see you how you finish the race. Because what do they say? It's not how you start the race. It's how the finish you finish the race. If you so finish the race. Because we have to remember, the race of life will come to an end. But we want to finish the race that Christ has desired for us. That we might make the mark that he places for us. That we might attain the crown and glorification as it were, that transition from life to heaven, to life to paradise, let's say. We might make that transition. That's the goal, to run the race well, to finish the race with Christ, because the race will come to an end. But that's the fleshly race. We want to win the spiritual race and make the mark. So don't allow... Satan, to get you running the wrong race. Or to forget which race you want to accomplish. Which crown you're going for. You're not going for the crown of death, you're going for the crown of life. So focus on what's left for you to do. What he wants you to do. Well, can I say to you that if you start focusing in the future instead of focusing in the past and the will of me, that it will uplift you and give you some energy and some purpose, and some direction, that you might finish that race strong, and that is a legacy that you want to leave. And that, even though you're passing the baton back to those behind, you're actually passing the baton in a way forward as you both are running forward in the race. Because in a relay race, I come up behind, gone for the race, I hand the baton so that they can finish their part of the race. I hand it forward. Because I'm running forward. I'm not handing it back so that I trip and I cause them to trip. 
The focus is on Jesus. The focus is not on you and your legacy. The focus on Jesus. So finish the race. Finish the race. Keep the focus forward on Christ and forget those things which are behind. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let's be standing together. Father God, we thank you for your word. And may we be reminded in whatever stage of life we are that the goal is crossing the mark that you have set for us. That we might attain that crown of victory. We know that death has a crossing, but we want to cross the goal that you have laid for us. Through your precious blood given to us that you have attained and died for us, purchased with a price. That we might cross the goal, be glorified in paradise, into heaven. Help us not lose track of what race we're on. To not get caught up in the behind successes and the failures from the past. Not get so focused in the legacy that we leave a tripping legacy. But may our focus be on you and what you would have to do for you. How you'd want to work through us. Growing us in our understanding of you. Growing us closer to you. Ever closer. And that those that are coming and following behind might see it. And Lord, that we might be, as we move forward, pass a legacy that is a forward-moving legacy, not a backward-looking legacy. We might pass the baton to those that are continuing in the race. But let us lay that example. Guide and direct us, we pray. And applying this to your life, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.